0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Evelyn and this is Life Over Matter. I hope that you're having an amazing day today or night this evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this. And today I'm going to be talking to you about preferences in life. Are they of your own choice or someone else's? Is it something that you've wanted or something that you've been placed in? It's so important to understand the freedoms that we have to make the choices that are free to us to choose in life, and how they affect our spiritual sense. So sit back and get comfortable, or if you're at work, don't let anybody know that you're listening, and let's cover some of these. Uh, To get started, I'm going to talk to you about why uh, this podcast episode today. So um, oftentimes, uh, whenever I'm dieting, or I'm doing my finances, or I'm working on a special project for work... I do whatever I can to stay within the line, stay within the barriers and the boundaries that I've been given so that I can make sure that I am presenting with sanded edges, right? Everything is nice and smooth for whatever I'm giving it to. If it's my finances, that all of this stuff is paid on time, paid ahead, uh, and that my budget still looks good afterwards uh, with a quote-unquote, sanded edges, right? If it is a goal within my family, I want to make sure that it hits all the goals. You know, nobody's allergies are affected by what I've cooked. Nothing is freezer burnt or cooked too long or too low of time. That the methods of cooking are within every standard that I'm supposed to hit, Uh, And that in life, in general, you know, I'm not doing too much of one thing or another. Too much of staying up late because of my insomnia. Too much of going outside and being outside and then getting sick. Or too much of watching TV. Sometimes I can get into my shows and it becomes a part of my life. An amazing part of my life, but part of my life nonetheless. Uh, That I'm not overworking I have been known to get out my computer in the middle of the night and start working. Either I've got ideas that I don't want to lose, or I've got things I don't want to forget, or I'm just up with anxiety and want to make sure that whatever I'm talking about and whatever meetings I've got coming up is going to go as good as possible, no matter who I'm meeting with. It could be anybody from my team to people above me. doesn't matter. At any rate, we've got these boundaries. We've got these guardrails. And in these guardrails, it is important to keep in mind That the preferences that we have are both of ours and other people, meaning that you have control over the preferences that you choose in your life and that that dictates what kind of life you live. And if you're looking to uh, capitalize as much as possible on your happiness, it's important that you choose the preferences that are identifiable, you know, That, that they go with everything that you believe in and then some. So today I'm gonna be reading a few articles. The first one is from psychreg.org and choices and preferences, because obviously I'm not the only person who has wondered these things. I'm not the only person who stresses out trying to stay within the guardrails of life and also trying to exceed expectation at every turn, trying to redevelop or reinvent old processes or old, you know, wheels and trying to make them new again. Uh, Less upkeep, less maintenance, trying to uh, hack the system and come up with the easiest way to eat right, exercise right, be wonderful at all the roles in life that I have and still be able to give back to society and still be a productive member, a role model, you know, and hitting all of those T's and dotting all of those I's can be a little bit tight sometimes unless unless you figure out what your boundaries are and you put that pillow in the boundary so that you have that additional time to get yourself together to breathe a little bit to add a little fun in there add a little of what you deserve within your preferences right so human beings are described by some as having free will with a freedom of choice that creates and controls their lives Philosophers have been busy for aeons pondering and debating this aspect of human nature. Some of the world's most illustrious minds have contributed to this discussion, but it remains open for debate. For further clarification, we must understand how instinctive preferences and choices are not the same as motivators in our decision-making. Conventional wisdom tells us that Making good choices is a major aspect of our personal growth and personal satisfaction. Our lives are determined by the choices we make, both good and bad. What our life is at this present moment is the result of the sum of all the choices we have ever made. What our life will become depends on the choices that we'll be making from this moment on. We can look back at our life and with hindsight clearly see our mistakes with 2020 vision. We may fantasize and wish that we could go back in time and remake some of the choices that we shouldn't have made, but alas, we can't and are stuck with the ramifications those choices created along with the learning lessons associated with them. Freud gave his opinion within his psychoanalytic theory of personality. He believed that the driving principle that creates our choice is that humans simply seek pleasure and avoid pain. In other words, this pleasure principle is behind our efforts to fulfill our most basic and primitive urges. When these needs are not met, the result is a state of anxiety or tension. And when they're met, we feel satisfied. The real question from this theory is how do we determine what feels pleasurable and what doesn't? Is there any choice in how we naturally feel? For a simple example, do we have any choice if we naturally like chocolate over vanilla ice cream? Was it ever really a choice or just an internal present preference that was expressed the first time we tasted them? We can use this argument with any preference we have. We do prefer something over another in most situations our preferences are innocuous but when they oppose someone else's preferences then conflict can be the result we can insert everything into this discussion including our political preferences and our propensity to be religious or not any division of the populace is a result of our competing and opposing preferences opposing preferences In the book, The Master of the Mystery of Human Nature, Resolving Conflict of Opposing Values, it is shown that the world is created by this conflict of preferences and how it impacts all of our lives. There's an ever increasing scientific evidence proposed that our emotions are the basis of our temperament and are genetically influenced. Values and preferences have been shown to be part of this genetic makeup for our temperaments. This makes the argument that we may not have as much of a choice in our lives as we once believed. I would add to the above quote that we are not only susceptible but controlled by the internal instinctual values set by our genetic makeup that create our reactions to outside stimulation. When it comes to most preferences, there is little choice. On the other hand, with deliberate thought, analysis, and willful intention, we do have the capability to override some of our impulses and make choices that are contrary to our instincts. I believe that overcoming fears, selfishness, anger, and other emotions will be the true choices that we intentionally make. I believe that if a decision is comfortable to make, then it isn't really a choice, just an expressed preference. There are endless possibilities in this world that expose our preferences. Real choice lies outside the boundaries of preferences and have an entirely different effect on our being. Preferences can keep us boxed into a certain state of consciousness and limited outcomes. When we can push through our comfort zone through choice our possibilities become endless choice is meaningful impactful and life-changing preferences are instinctual and help to create the conflict in this world when people disagree on whose preferences are better than another's choice is on an entirely different and higher plane than preference if we are to rise above the noise and confusion of the world It will only be from choice. If we are to create a positive and healthy relationship, it will only be from choice. If we are to overcome our weaknesses and achieve our dreams, it will only be from choice. Preferences can get us into ego predicaments of all sorts. Choice will lead us to our higher self and be the solutions to the world's problems. The master of the mystery of human nature in resolving the conflict of opposing values helps to learn about yourself and to understand what these preferences mean. We're going to go to a quick break, and then after this, we're going to delve into the subject just a touch further and go over some notes. Okay, Thank you so much for sticking with me through the break, for listening to that break. For all of you who have been with me for two-plus seasons, you've listened to me uh, talk about Anchor as as much as you could possibly stand it. But if you listen a lot, you have probably have thought of ways that you can skip over that break or pause during the break, or maybe it is where you go to get a drink or something like that. So thank you so much for listening to it. For those of you who this is the first time you're listening to a podcast episode... Thank you for listening to it again, or the first time, rather. Uh, That is one of your preferences, right, to continue listening to this episode, and hopefully you catch up on Seasons 1 and 2 and you're enjoying Season 3 so far. Um, We are talking about preferences today and how they are so important in our life and how to identify whether they're the preferences of somebody else and you're trying to people-please or if they're your own preferences. And do you still... Uh, find passion in those preferences in what you're doing and if you don't how to get it and what makes you tick like that you know what do you find is uh, something that you still like or maybe it's something that's gone stale and you want to bring some heat back to it you want to bring it back to life how do you do that can it be done and so we covered a lot in the first segment And in this segment, I'm not going to get too crazy, too deep or psychological with you. It's just something to simmer on, just something to think about, right? And um, I'm going to be looking at a article, uh, of course, that is just statistical. It's on a Changing Minds article in the medical journals that I had found and its explanations and preferences. You know, it's so wild how broad a term like preferences can be. Preferences can be of sexual orientation. Preferences can be of religion. Preferences could be how you live your life, what kind of style you have, um, how you deal with anxiety, how you deal with daily problems. Preferences could even be something as serious as the end of life process. When I was doing research on this, you wouldn't believe how many articles had come up regarding how people who have terminal illness uh, have fought for being able to take medications to end their own life when they don't want to suffer through, you know, the treatment plans of whatever illness it is that they have. Fascinating reads, uh, really interesting topic information. At least it was for me. I hope it is for you. Um, At any rate, though, I'm just going to keep it very skim the surface and And, uh, you know, take a little off the top. Um, If this episode does really good, then obviously I'll peel the onion a little bit more and go through some of the layers. But I was just curious as I was sitting and I was going through some of the motions of life uh, as to the repetition and identifying what all in my life I do for myself and what all in my life I do for others. You guys know I make a huge deal about self-care Sunday because I do forget to take care of myself a lot. Uh, and that's not because I'm so selfless and all of this stuff that I wish that I could say with shorty and, and brag you know, about myself a little bit. But it's just because time goes by so fast got so many plans and so many things that I'm excited about and so many things that I know make me smile that I press on those and I press on those and I press on those. And then I uh, have to rush real quick and make sure that all of my T's are crossed and my I's are dotted, hence portioning all the food to make sure that healthy eating is happening. Uh, You know, make sure that the family is eating, make sure that the grocery shopping is done, the bills are paid, that things are taken care of. And so... Um, very special, um, to keep the wheels turning, to keep the motor running, to keep everything on, on the road, right? Going in the right direction and not get sick in doing so. You know, in 2022, I found myself getting sick every time I turned around. My asthma got really bad. I'm not saying it wasn't because I wasn't taking care of myself, it was just because I was on the hamster wheel trying to be everything for everyone. And I think that there's a part of us that tries to do that all the time, every day. Be everything to everyone. And while you're doing that, sometimes you forget about the person in the mirror until you. Know, catch a glimpse of yourself and you're like oh my gosh I need to do some stuff with myself you know self-care Sundays sometimes aren't enough for that you got to have that healthy balance and you know this is all about preferences right preferences in the recognition you receive uh preferences in the accolades and um in the feelings that you get when you fall a little short and you don't set up a pillow of opportunity for yourself um, to a lot for plan B's and C's. Um, when you don't plan out your calendar, stuff is going to come up. We are creatures, uh, just trying to live a time based life like anybody else, and stuff happens, right? Tires go flat, um, and you know, calendars change. You can't control the free will of others, and you have to be able to adapt and change to those things. And you've got a kind of climate change to people's. Uh, preferences in their own right, right? Uh, If someone likes a certain food or someone is more available more time than others, at a certain time of the week or a certain time of month or year, you got to adapt and ebb and flow and change according to what the needs are of other people. And that's something that is a preference of life also. So, a lot of things to consider here. Again, just scratching the surface, this is an onion that has many, many layers deep. Um, But... What makes us different? One of the ways of classifying people, and it appears in many systems, and and personality traits or profiling is to determine a person's preferences in terms of how they perceive and respond to the world. And that's so true, right? So preferences are more than just making decisions per se. There's arousal types. There's attributational style. There's uh, context effects. Controlling identity types, people's identity com- sometimes will reflect their entire life and how they live it. Culture. Oh my goodness. I told you guys how I'm fascinated by culture. And th- that's the reason why. That's the number one reason why is because I am fascinated by the fact that not every life is lived the same. Not even every single household is run the same. Not every personality is the same. There are some similarities and parallels, of course, psychologically, 100%. But not every outcome is the same because every situation is unique in its own right. And it's because of those preferences. It's because of those roads and tributaries and people's personalities. Preference scales. There are many scales of preference. There are are two styles that are commonly used the first is an absolute score on a single scale how happy are you and the second position is on a spectrum between usually two alternatives how happy or sad are you Uh, here's just a few and also you know it can cover beliefs about people as well attraction versus avoidance we may be driven more by fears or desires blame versus explanation when things go wrong we blame others or the context Contrarian versus conformist, go against what is asked or follow all the rules. Entertainment preferences, extroversion versus introversion, the motivation that comes from either people or thinking. Head, hands, and heart, are we driven by cognitivity, behaviorally, or effectively? Imperative response to command that may be conformance, independence, or contrariness. Instant versus delayed gratification. When to get rewards. Judging versus perceiving. Living a structured or unstructured lifestyle. The locus of control. We've talked about that in this podcast before. Internal versus external view of where control happens. Maximizing versus minimizing. Making the most of life or simple living. Optimism and pessimism. Ways of seeing the world, right? Doesn't that differentiate all of us? Reflective versus reactive thinking, speed and depth of thought. Rights versus duties for yourself and others. Risk bias, preference to take or avoid risks. Pain thresholds where action is triggered. Sensing versus intuiting. Attention and meaning based on immediate data or deeper thought. Similarity versus difference. Focusing on what is the same about things or what is different. Spirituality, extent of higher integrity. Style versus substance, preference for reality or perception. Subjectivity versus objectivity, a viewpoint when perceiving the world may be engaged subjectively or detached objectively. Task versus person, getting the job done by task or person focus. Thinking versus feeling. Deciding based on logic or consideration of others. Threat forecast. We may predict the future as negative and threatening or positive and hopeful. So there's typing systems. There's there's listener preferences. There's family roles. There's focus vector models. There's all different ways. And all of this perception is the ability to understand the thought process between you and someone else or a situation and something else or the factors that surround those items the factors that surround those items are exactly the foundation that supports the decisions that you make so My whole point of this entire episode is to consider all of those factors when you're taking a look at the habits and the rotation of your life. What makes you happy? And make sure that you have balance and stability and that you do all of the things that make you happy as much as you can because of how fast life happens and how every single day is another day that you get to live to experience that magic. Not to sound too corny, but we oftentimes take for granted the fact that we could be sitting here, just sitting innocently and just fall over and that be it, at any instant. So every moment that we're listening to this, every moment that we press forward, that we have victorious days, that we have bad days, that we have okay days, that we have just regular, normal, it was an okay day, is another day. And when you go to bed at night, and you think about the day, or you're not even, you're just tired, you're exhausted. When you wake up in the morning, whatever day lies in front of you, it's still a morning that you're awake. How deep is that? Getting all philosophical on you today. With that being said, I hope that you feel the mental hug that I'm sending to all of you who are listening to this today. And that you put some thought into the perspective of life, and that you enjoyed this episode. I sure did. I learned a lot. I always do when I'm with you. Please share with your family and friends if you feel like it. Uh, Definitely subscribe to the podcast page so that you are notified every time I put out a hidden episode or agenda or uh, Easter egg, what I call them whenever they're just flips of episodes that come out here and there. Until then, I hope that you have an amazing morning, a great afternoon, and a lovely and great night.